very good at keeping secrets very good if you have any secrets you would like to tell us we'll keep those too you are your character you tell us no i'm not i do not have a plus 12 persuasion are you because you said you watched the flames over a thousand years ago i think it was i am only 43 years old but my memory is 2000 years old ironically you cats all do the dog paddle chapter 149 the long Memories. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys had had another success. You had uh, actually found the devilish creature that had, uh, you know, the plume, the feathers, the plumes that you needed to actually inscribe the spell book. And... Uh, apparently she had enslaved a whole race of people that you had never even seen before. They're like elephantine humanoids. Um, and uh, so at the end of the last one, where were we? Beating up the head of the being, if I remember. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Moon was doing corpse abuse, beating up the, the departed foe to make sure she wasn't about to come back. And then, um, Gray, you were standing next to one of these elephantine humanoids. And uh, it had just said, are we free? And uh, that's where we had left last time. So that's where we're at. You guys are spread across this whole clearing. Uh, Moon is in the bushes on the far side next to this elephant person. Um, excuse me. Gray is. Moon is beating up the body. And the rest of you are kind of standing around licking your wounds. And... Uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, Misty and Red, you guys are at three hit points apiece. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty bad. I would like to take samples of the feathers. Okay. And um, yes. yeah, uh, can we use a hit die? Yeah. You can use, um, at this point in time, you can use two of them at a time. Yeah. Uh, so I'm talking with the elephant guy, right? Each mm -hmm. of you guys can get uh, five hit points. Okay. From Thank you. Uh, those two. Okay. okay. Those two. Okay. Um, I'm going to um, talk with the elephant. Is he like a leader? Do they have a leader? Um, he says, our leaders were slain long ago. We are just workers for a mistress of pain. But you don't have any leaders in your group now. Um, there are some that might step to the fore, but all of the leaders that we had, all of our council of elders, were slain immediately by her, and he points across the clearing at the, at the corpse, as an example to the rest of us. How long ago was this? This was five long years ago. 
and he gets up and and starts walking across the clearing uh, clearing in the clearing in kind of a lumbering way and uh are you gonna follow gray yeah okay and uh you get right about up there and then red you had gone and grabbed samples of the feathers there Mm -hmm. so you have a whole fistful of feathers that uh had you know been dislodged during the fight um and actually roll for me a um investigation check investigation mm-hmm. 12 12 they look like they're pretty good feathers um you know pretty good for what you want to do and um then moon you're about to beat her one more time and then all of a sudden the body just erupts in black flames and everybody uh, that's immediately around her that would be uh well i'd be everybody uh roll for me a quick acrobatics check like how close to her you guys had all gathered up around there so everybody rolls i, the acrobatics. I thought i was walking behind the elephant dude and you guys are all up there not natural 20 okay and jade 14 and moon five. Oh, and uh misty 13 and gray 15 excuse me red yeah 15 okay good so moon you're you're uh, basically standing right over the body there um when it erupts in, into these uh hellish black flames and you take eight points of damage of necrotic damage as the uh as the body just kind of immolates and just leaves a blackened hole in the ground there i'm gonna have sword well, unfortunately too too slow for that and well, good. Uh, yeah I, I i think beating her down like that really uh helped make sure the body was gone or maybe it tripped off this thing or maybe it was going to happen either way so um anyway um yeah so you're standing there there's one of the elephant guys next to you and uh that is where you are what are you going to do so i'm at uh 25 out of 60 hit points so oh, i should use a hit die if healers could do the healy thing, I would appreciate it. You need some healing, my friend? Yes, I do. All right. Let's see. Cure me. Yeah. And that is 1d8. All right. I'll do this at a third level. So that should give you 3d8. That's 13 plus, so that's 18 plus 220. Cool. Oh, nice. I'm down by 15. Is that correct? Uh, Yeah, 15, which is, I think, fine for now, hopefully. We shall see. Anybody else need to do any other healing? I mean, these elephant guys don't seem that tough so i mean i'm, I'm only at 16 now so oh i should probably give you one all right that would be good all right same deal 12 19 plus 221 for you thank you okay very good so everybody's healed up as they're gonna be how, how far down are you right now misty uh only two points oh good so you did very well. And um, I'm 26 down, but. 
And so um, the uh, elephant guy uh, says you, will you accompany me to my village so that we can spread the good news of the mistress of pain's death? Of course. Sure. And um, he starts lumbering uh, away uh, off to the southeast. And he says, um, I am assuming that you are our friends now. And as our friends, I must ask you to never reveal the location of our village. It's okay. We get that. We are very good at keeping secrets. Very good. If you have any secrets you would like to tell us, we'll keep those too. For uh, free. I'm unaware of any secrets at this time. And he just kind of has this big swaying gait back and forth. Um, seems to mow down quite a bit of the vegetation as he goes. And we have never seen these creatures before. No. And we saw them just—we saw them just before when I shot one in the chest and killed it instantly. I know. But besides that, yeah. Besides the co- imminent combat that we had earlier, we've never seen them. Yeah, I mean, this might be something good to look up when you get back to the library and see what you can find. But yeah, that's the first time you've heard of that. Also, we have a civilization we can influence. Maybe we could get them to start a library too, or just give us all their books. Although I don't think they have that many books. You don't know. You haven't been there yet. But you guys travel for about um, 15, 20 minutes into the uh, underbrush. And finally, you bec- you get to a little tongue of land that sticks out to the south. And this actually is a little bit bizarre for you. Uh, because although, you know, when you guys are at the uh, high road near the Tabaxi homeland there looking at... Um, Calium Sedes, you are looking south over the uh, over the city itself, but until you get down here, you don't you, you've never actually looked out over the ocean to the south. You know you've looked to the southwest, you've looked to the west, but never to the south. So it's it's a little interesting, and you can just see the line of the mountains extending up out of the water, um, going east of you, um, off into the distance there, and just on this little tongue of land are a bunch of huts. Um, they seem to be made of uh, the uh, bamboo that's growing down here, and they have thatched roofs. Um, and they're obviously built a little bit bigger than you would expect, because obviously you have these, these elephantine folks that are, that are living there. And as they approach, uh, your companion shouts out, Everyone come out! The Mistress of Pain is dead! We have these heroes to thank! And you just see kind of heads appear at all of the windows and doors. And several dozen of these people come on out. And you can see, just like him, just like the four that were, uh, you know, attacking you, that they're just dressed in rags. And um, you you notice the huts are in kind of bad repair. And um, and the uh, just kind of timidly, tenuously start exiting from their huts and and there's a lot of you know people asking is, is it true is it true what they're saying is it true and uh the uh your companion uh goes and relates everything that he saw about how she uh struck you to the ground and yet you bounce back up and and uh continued to fight until she was dead and there's like just a whole lot of rejoicing and a lot almost hysterical uh crying going on 
I'm going to do my best to not be the center of attention just in case they go like, oh, yeah, and when it started, he shot, like, Jerry right in the face. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try and make sure that doesn't happen. Okay, good. So I want to do a survey. Do any of them look sick? They wear rags. I can probably mend some of those for them. Um, they all look worse for wear. Uh, the whole lot of them look, uh, look pretty darn bad. And... Um, you know, everyone there looks abused to some degree or another. Some of them have uh, bruises and, and lash marks. Other ones um, seem to be, like you said, uh, becoming ill. Other ones, a lot of them seem malnourished. Uh, it just seems bad all the way around. Uh, what what uh, what do you want to hand out there in the way of spells? Well, I can do, oh, well, not right now. <laughs> um, in the morning, I can do Let's Restoration here I can certainly cure some more wounds on someone who looks like they might be right on the edge. Okay, so you go and lay lay some healing on some there. And uh, actually, Jay, do you still have any good berries left? I can make more good berries. Okay, do you want? Are you going to whip up some good berries and hand them out to people that are looking in bad shape? What's their food supply like? Um, what like what do they eat or how much food they have left? Yeah, like if is it is anyone starving right now? Um, none of them look terribly good shape, but none of them seem to be like absolutely starving. Okay, yeah, right. I can so find out ten of them, and okay. I can cure two diseases and heal two. Okay, so you you go around uh, doing good works there in, in the midst of them, and uh, that uh, definitely brings you guys up in their uh, in their eyes to be sure. Do they have children? Uh, there are some younger ones here, yeah. Definitely not full-sized. And uh, I want to start taking notes on these people. Very good. And, uh, you know, what? so it was mid-afternoon when you guys started this whole thing. Mm-hmm. So the sun is beginning to go down at this point in time. And uh, it's kind of neat because where you guys are in the tongue of land going to the south, it just goes down over the ocean. And you guys wow. have seen that before, but it's just so much more of an expanse of water than you've seen from anywhere else. And um, the uh, you know there's a basically just a huge rejoicing, and they uh, you know start a big bonfire in the middle of camp, and uh, they they seem to be um, they exist just on grains because they just bring out basically these big bowls of porridge that they've made. And, uh, you know, other stewed grains sort of things. And uh, they, uh, you know, get this pot of boiling there and it's bubbling away and it's, it's you know, cooked nice and hot. And uh, your, your new companion uh, brings you over each of a bowl in, you know, in his arms. And he says, it's not much, but it's what we have. I, the village would like you to partake in our feast. Mm. We would love to. And I, sure. I graciously accept the bowl. Yep. And have you guys ever eaten like um, unflavored oatmeal? Yes. Yeah. It kind of tastes like wallpaper paste. Yep. Yeah. That, that's what this tastes like. Do it, they there's... know how to make bread by any chance? What about tortillas? <laughs> and uh, well, you don't know. You could ask him. Do you know how to make tortillas? And <laughs> so they. Uh, the sun goes down, and, and it's, you, you guys are just being illuminated by the campfire. And uh, your new companion quietly 
and uh, kind of politely scoops his uh, his uh, porridge out and and uh, and eats it up there. He pours it. Yeah, and he uh, and he says, um, "Thank you, my friends. I hope I may call you my friends. Uh, my name is Barov. I am one of the residents of this village." Um, I would say, uh, I would take you to our leaders, but we don't have any leaders. Something we will have to take care of. But we must thank you for helping us out. Um, some five years ago, the Mistress of Pain appeared in our midst and slew our ruling council as a example to the rest of us. And did so for anybody else who spoke up. And she has had us working in the hills, dig digging out some rocks that she fancied. And we've done that for five long, toilsome years. But thanks to you, that is now all over. I'm so sorry to hear about hear that. Yes, we have always been a secretive group. And we kind of realized that Perhaps that was our undoing, for there was no one to notice when we went missing. No one to call for aid, for help. Well, we have a community back where we are. Would we actually like to establish contact with these people? Usually we like establishing contact with, like, not everyone else, but people who aren't everyone else, mm -hmm. you know? The weirdos. So would we like to, like, set up contact between us and this group? I think it would be beneficial. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd like to... Do any of the remote people have anything to say about it, or...? Yeah, well, like, we're, we're forming the, the clan of animals, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Find some bird people. We're gonna. Uh, we, name. Have, we have the dragon people. We, we go attack. People. Yep, dragonborn is too. We have the elf people. It's yeah, the elf people. We're we're gonna um, name a new holy person Saint Sans, and he's gonna write a whole carnival. It's a music work. He's a bard. Yeah. He's the patron saint of music, and like yeah. But yeah, um, our community would like, if if you're willing, would like to get to establishing communication with your group if you have any although you might not have it after the experiences you've had under the mistress of pain if you have any literature we'd be interested in that he says we do not write things down we have long memories we still have a few of our tale tellers that are left she did not kill them all i'm sure they would love to discuss with you our long tales that we have passed down person to person, mother to daughter, father to son, over all the untold centuries. I would love that very much. Yes, we... Yeah. As I take out a notebook. Story time! Uh, although, maybe right now in our current condition might not be the best, but if you were to... Should we invite them back to the library, maybe? And we can write it down there where we have a whole lot more. This sounds more like a uh, research project where you'd send a couple of the tabaxi over and just right. spend months and months writing down their, their lore. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that. so I, I don't think that we are quite the group to 
gather all of your information, but we could send others of our group to meet with you. We would uh, enjoy that. I think we have realized that our seclusive ways may have been a mistake. They served us well for many, many long centuries, but the world is changing, and perhaps we need to change with it. Changing it is. Yeah. So what was the Mistress of Pain trying to get? We do not know. All we know is that she, for five years, has had us dig out an entire hillside, just rock after rock. And did she look through the rocks and find things, or did you just throw the rocks somewhere? She just seemed to want a big hole. We do not know what for. Was there anything in there now, or...? We do nothing that we saw that was of any use to us. We should investigate this hole. Maybe tomorrow. Sounds good. Do you guys want to just bed down for the night? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Roll some hit die before Mm -hmm. bed. Mm -hmm. Let me find my... Okay, yeah. Everyone can use two more hit dice before they go to bed if they need to. Oh, no. Okay, that was not good at all. How bad was it? I got double ones. Ooh. So I got four hit points back. Um, if anyone's down, or if anyone has spells left over, I'm down 10 hit points. If anybody has spells left, I'm down 11 hit points. Ooh. And we're just going to bed. Uh, you each get 10 hit points. Yay. So you burn burn the rest of your good berries? Mm-hmm. Okay. So she gathers up some one. berries and enchants them. I'm down one. Hopefully you'll be better in the morning. Yeah. Maybe that uh, porridge will have some healing properties to it or something. Yep. Okay, so you guys um, bed down. Is anyone going to keep a watch? I mean, you're right in the middle of this um, elephant... Uh, um, uh, village there so i'm gonna ask if they keep watches um they said we were all confined to our homes when we were not on duty so it is not a habit we've been in do you think we should have are there any dangers nearby that you're aware of there are beasts in the hills um but uh the mistress of pain had chased most of those away and it's only been a day since she's since her downfall, so I don't think any would be uh, tempting to come through. So I'm not sure. But eventually, I think we can just rest. Eventually, they should definitely do that, but I don't think right now. I think tonight should be a night of rest, and then. Okay, does my character think that? I don't really know. You are your character. You tell us. No, I'm not. I do not have a plus 12 persuasion. <laughs> anyway, so does my. Do we think that it's actually going to be safe for. It seems pretty safe. I mean, you're in the middle of a, of a big village here. You could probably. Oh, no, no, I'm, I'm not talking about the whole village. Mm-hmm. Is it going to be safe with. No. Um, they, they seem to be. Well, they can shut their doors against the night, but they, think, they seem to be pretty safe. All right. Then, yeah. Okay. So you guys are just going to bed down for the night? 
Okay, good. Sure. And nothing does come to bother you in the night. Um, and uh, the next morning uh, wakes up bright and early. And uh, the, uh, the elephants, and, and they tell them that um, they are called the Luxon. Luxon Mobile. Okay. And with this, do we want to go in the morning? You might want to use your... Excuse me. They, they tell them that uh, they are the Loxodon. Loxodon. I missed, okay. I missed a no one there. So you want to... Oh, uh, you want to use your hit die? Yeah, I'll use one hit die just to get that last one hit point. Okay. Any? I got three hit points back. Yay. Okay. So now do we want to go visit the mine just to see what it was? I'm very curious about it. Yeah, let's go check it out. And it is about a mile um, further um, up the hills from the uh, from the village itself, which is right down by the shore. And you can see a well-worn path, uh, almost a road that's been beaten up into the hills there, undoubtedly from unto untold uh, elephantine feet that had to pace it for five years. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you notice when you get there is there is just this scree pile of just broken rocks. And then after you pass the pile of rocks, you get a little bit higher in the hill and there's just a huge dent in the ground. Like they just pulled a big old, um, big old pile of rocks out of the, the hillside. They just mined it out of the hillside and left this big scar on the ground. But that's about all you can so see. So they just took basically the top off the hill? It's not like an underground? No, no, they've been like digging away in the side of it. Oh, so like yeah. a rock quarry like yeah. you see? With, mm -hmm. Does it have the tiers and all that? Or is nope, that nope. They just kind of just kept dig, dig, digging away on it. Anyway, um, but yeah, it just seems to be like the shoes forcing them to dig a big old hole in the ground. You know, take away the side of the hillside. Hmm. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Strange. Hi. Should we go look a little bit deeper than just the surface? I mean, it, it is a surface. It's like a rock quarry, like you'd see on the back, like off the back of Mount Diablo. You can see a big quarry like that. It's not like a mine. It is like so. The it, surface. It's not going in into the hill. Anymore. It's like they're just shaving away the side of the hill and and kind of digging a a big wedge into the side of the hill. I want to. Being a dwarf, I'm curious. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna examine the uh, the rocks in the hill and some of the rocks that have been shattered and peered through, and see if I can find anything that is a clue. Okay, uh, roll for me a nature check. Thirteen. Okay, and you take a look at the rocks in the scree pile on the bottom of the hill, and it looks to be about the same amount of material as missing from the side of the hill, and um, yeah, you. There's nothing that you see that's in the least bit valuable. I mean, it's not like it's building stone that they could have made buildings out of. Um, it's not ore. There's nothing viable to it. There's no gemstones poking out. It's just rock. I mean, obviously, you know, just rock you can make buildings out of no matter what. But it's, it's not like it's limestone or something like that that people regularly make buildings out of. So uh, it's just it's really bizarre. She was just having them dig a, a pit in the ground. Can one of our magic-y people do a arcana check or something to see if it's like a magic site or something like that? 
Anyone who has, does anyone have? I mean, Arcana? I have like a negative one to Arcana. So <laughs> no one has good in. I have like I'm not like specifically Arcana trained, but I've like I I would assume through my ridiculous research that I would have found something to let me because I have like a plus three to Arcana. So yeah, you, you can like, make a check yeah. and see what you can find. Yeah. Eight. Nope. Ten. Yep, and there's nothing that seems to be magical about the place. Yeah, it's just a big old hole in the ground. That I mean, is strange. I mean, maybe she was just doing it to uh, to be uh, viciously mean to them or something. She was the mistress of pain. Yeah, she could have just been having them toil for the sake of Just, like, I, beat I asked, them down. Did, was she, did she seem particularly interested in what you found, or was she just laughing brought rocks out? She she just asked us to dig deeper and deeper into the hillside. She never even said what it was she was looking for. Hmm. Well, we're happy we've gotten you out of this. As are we. You will have our thanks for all eternity. And yeah, we'll send some graduate students out here or something to... Very good. I'm not sure what these graduate students are, but we'll be very pleased to see them and we'll share with them any knowledge that we can have. Is there anything else we can do for you? Um, no? Thinking I don't know what else we can do. Yes. Think know? yes. Maybe. She... Thinking of your great extensive knowledge and um, your great view over the ocean, have you ever... Uh, in your lore, have you seen a large creature that has potentially stolen something from the old kingdom um, and slunked back into the ocean? And he says, I do not know an answer to that, but we can sit down with the tale tellers when we get back to the village and see if anybody knows. Yes, that, that would be, be very, very helpful. Very good. And then I asked, do you know where the, the Mistress of Pain uh, resided? She would just stay in the, the hut in the middle of the town and would come out if anybody so much has breathed a word. Let's look at it. So, I want to investigate that hut. So okay. You, you people just stayed silent for five years? It was five awful years. It is not our yeah. inclination to stay quiet. We are a talkative people. Well, when we get back, I'm going to look at that hut. Mm -hmm. I'll meet with the storytellers if you guys want to go to the hut. Sounds good. Okay, and so um, the, the hut patrol, you guys open the door to the hut, and it is completely bare. Uh, there's just a dirt floor, and that's it. Um, it's as if she had no possessions or anything like that, just was here merely to be a taskmaster. Mm. Well, she had to have had some way, if she doesn't come from this plane, she has to have had some be talking to where she came from, or had a way to travel, or... It's FaceTime via her devil pad. Yeah, um, if it if she did, it went up with her when she burst into flames. So, mm. is there any sign of similar scorching here? 
Nope. It, no? Okay. Alex said just a completely empty hut. Is this one larger than the other huts? Or nope. did she just like claim one? And, like, Seems like that, yeah. yeah. Seems like she just basically claimed the one in the center of the town. Hmm. And then Okay, and then uh, Red over I there with the... I went with Red. Okay, and Jade Red. too? Okay, so Red and Jade went over to the lore masters. And um, so Barav gathers about uh, five of uh, the older looking um, elephantine people and then one younger one who maybe is a student that's learning the, the skill or something. Mm-hmm. And uh, they all just kind of sit in a semicircle looking at you. Um, I was uh, wondering because of your, from what we heard of your extensive lore, uh, if you had heard of some sort of large beast that could have uh, potentially taken something from the old capital and slunked back into the sea. Uh, And they say, did this happen recently? Yes. It happened it was, a thousand years ago. Yeah, we'd be picking over the remains of the capital, so it'd be like a thousand years ago, yeah. So, no. Depends. And so Barav turns to the group and says, cast back in your memories and tell if we ever saw a creature that has crawled out of the ocean to attempt to steal things from the capital. Um, and they, uh, kind of confer and one of them says, there was a tale a long time ago. We watched in horror and helplessness as the capital with all of the, uh, humans and half elves all died in flames. The flames burnt in the city for seven long days before the conflagration consumed the entire place. And when it was done, not a soul was to be found. We watched in a distance as the embers fell and the smoke died. And then it is said that maybe a month later, a creature crept out of the water. Tentacled it was and beaked We only saw it at a distance, its back covered with items, and it riffled through the remains of the capital for days, and then slunk back into the water and swam off in the direction of the old lighthouse. And no one has seen it since. Do we know of a lighthouse? You guys don't, but there certainly might be something back at the uh, Tabaxi Treehouse. Do we know what a lighthouse is? Um, Ooh, good point. Yeah, that's a good point, yeah. Prob- probably you can imagine what it would be. It's a, a building house with of light. a house of light. That's we have to, so beautiful. We have to cross the sand Actually, to er- reach the house of the gods. Ev- everybody roll for me history. See if may- I mean, you guys are in the books all the time. Not natural 20. 15. Uh... Four. Three. <laughs> Twenty-three. Okay. So, obviously, Red and Jade, and, and probably you, too, there, Gray. Um, you guys have come across these things. Yeah, back in the days when they had sailing ships that coursed across the sea, um, they would put these uh, towers on 
hazards to navigation that would they would light the fires in in the uh, top of the tower uh, at nighttime so that people that were navigating at night could actually see that there was an island or a a uh, hazard to navigation in the way and uh, then avoid it. And so you guys would assume it would be somewhere out in the bay in front of Calium Sedes there. Um, do you know where this old lighthouse was? And they said, all we remember from our tales was that it was one of the islands in the bay. There are a few of them. That gives us more information than what we had had before. Thank you very much. Uh, um, not we, to be rude, but how old are you? Because you said you watched the flames over a thousand years ago, I think it was. Uh, I am only 43 years old, but my memory is 2,000 years old. When a Luxodon dies, especially a story keeper, they will transfer their, the lore they know in a special ceremony to, and he puts his hand on the uh, young one next to him, to an up-and-coming student. Those graduate students are going to be in for a lot. Yep. Well, they have to get their uh, dissertation out somehow. Very good. Okay, so what are you going to do? It's uh, probably mid-morning at this point in time. Uh, I think we should. Let's make our way back to the uh, the tree house. The tree. Pack up our feathers carefully. Yes. And go back. Bid them farewell. Yep. Promise to send some friends back. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you guys, um, once again, uh, you guys can make it back to the tree house and and be there by the uh, the end of the. Uh, the day there. Um, this time uh, you can make an acrobatics roll with advantage this time because it'll be during the day. You won't have so much uh, difficulty seeing the, the rocks there. 21. 23. 18. 17. 19. Okay, yeah, so no trouble there as you ford the uh, Great River and you make it back to the treehouse. And um, uh, you... Uh, I'm gonna. I assume secrete your uh, devilish feathers somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. We're gonna work on getting some graduate students to yeah. go out and talk with the new group, and also just some regular Tabaxi people to go out and like establish contact and. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. See if they need anything. Teach them how to make tortillas. That sort of thing. Sounds like a plan. And um, then what are you going to do? You've still got one last thing you've got to track down. More uh, research, I yeah. guess. Research about lighthouses find... now that we know okay. what a lighthouse, like more like more in-depth about lighthouses. Okay. And so for this one, we're, we're not even really going to need to do a, a skills challenge. Um, uh, for this one, just everybody roll for me an investigation to look into the stacks. Or you could do history. Oh, my God. 21. 21. Oh. Oh, the 21 twins. I got in 19. Okay. I got an 11. Yeah. I got a rock. Investigation. Oh. Or history. I got a 7. Okay. 
So so Moon and and uh, and Red are both over in the in the manga section. Manga. Uh, <laughs> I was I was uh, putting the feathers away. Yeah, that's in the story you're sticking to. Mm-hmm. And uh, but the rest of you, yeah, you guys, um, you know, in go and section. you know find some illustrations in the book, and you can actually see that there is a small island in the middle of the bay, and the standing on top of that was a tower that had a, a fire burning in it, and. Uh, so you know that the the island right in the middle of the bay there was the uh, had a a lighthouse on it. Now now we are going to do a skills challenge so we can set that up for trying to figure out what the creature was. It's a terrascue. I don't know what a terrascue. Terrasque. Terrascue. Isn't that the fire creature? Terrascue. So uh, we are going to do the same <laughs> ones we did before, um, with the, the exception of religion. Um, it's going to be history, um, investigation, nature, um, intelligence or wisdom, or in this case, arcana. So arcana, history, investigation, nature, intelligence, and wisdom. Any one of those. Okay, so let's get initiative so we can get this going. Gray. Ten. Jade. Four. Nope, six. And moon. Eighteen. And Misty? 12. And Red? 8. Okay, Misty, you get to start us off there. I do? Yep. I thought someone had a higher roll. Okay. Matt had 18. Didn't you? Oh, sorry, I got those mixed up. Matt had, you know, Moon had 18 and you had a 12. Sorry. Moon, you get to start us off. Yeah, I got a 19. Okay, so one definite success moving forward, trying to figure out what this horrid creature is. Okay, and next up is Misty. Okay. Um, five. Okay, no, you drawn a blank there. Okay. <laughs> Werewolf. <laughs> and Gray, maybe you can redeem the group. I'm going to investigate. And I get a 15. Okay, yes. Success there. And Red. I'm going to Histire. Natural 20. Whoa, definite success. So you guys are running away with this one. So uh, Jade, don't screw it up. Uh, I'm also going to invest. Ooh, nine. No, no luck there at all. Oh, you bought like two. Okay, ago. and we start at the top there with Moon. Moon, maybe you can push us along there. We're uh, one, one away one. from winning and one away from losing again. So That did, would be... Did you think to actually get blessed seven. this time around? A second. Yeah. Okay. I look in the wrong book. Okay, so once again, you you failed to do it. You do know that there's some sort of tentacle beaked creature, the stuff stuck on it, but you have no idea what that might be. But maybe you don't need to know what it is. The natural twenty did nothing. Yeah. What kind of success? Uh, other yeah. than that, you definitely succeeded. Should have been. Well, you, I mean, only... how many giant land crawling? Tentacled beak things could there be? Apparently too many. No, no, too few. That's why we can't find it. Oh, you're right. Well, I mean, if we see such a thing, it's probably not the wrong one. It's a giant walking squid. As opposed to the sitting squid. No, the swimming squid. Oh. It like walks like Squidward does where the (laughs) tentacles are separated into legs. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Land squid. You guys... uh, know there's a creature out there or at least there was a thousand years ago 
and um, you know you have to get out to the lighthouse. And uh, how are you going to do it? What are you going to do? Don't we have friends that have boats? You have a friend that has yeah. a boat. Let's go visit him. Do we want to bring a boat to the giant tentacle squid thing? Do you want to swim? On one hand, no. On the other hand, I don't want to get this guy's boat destroyed. We can use his not great boat. He has two boats? He has he, lots of boats. He's got a boat. Well, you know, oh, I do have a trident to fish command. I might be able to command some creatures to, to scout out Where the ocean. Uh-oh. Right? If we want to, if it's a squid, it's going to be in water. If it's getting stuff, it's got to put the stuff somewhere. So why not ask like a, a friendly whale or something to go? Well, wh- a whale is not a fish, but yeah. Well, it's, let's see, I don't think it's fish per se. I think it's something that lives in the water. So you can command the land? That's a very broad. I can't really see it on my sheet. Let's take a look. It's like. Trident of fish command. It says fish command. But, you know. Let's see what it says here. So trident of fish command. This trident is a magic weapon. It has three charges. While you carry it, you can use it in action to expend one charge to cast a Dominate Beast, a save of DC 15, from it on a beast that has an innate swimming speed. The trident regains 1d3 expended charges daily at dawn. So, on a creature that has an innate swimming speed. So that, so that would work for a whale. That could even be a sea elf. 1d3? Yeah. Or a druid... Uh-huh. The top. So you do a d6 and divide it by. Oh, okay. Well, and I can already charm animals, so and speak with them. Okay. This is so, dominate beast, though. So are are you guys gonna get a uh, ride on a whale then, or something? Sure. Well, I was thinking maybe we should do some recon to to see if we can learn more about what this is and where it is before we just start going out to Squid Island. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know how many of us can swim really well? Um, none of us. I read a book on swimming once. Ironically, you cats all do the dog paddle. We do the scared cat. <laughs> well, I mean, some cats like water. I so. can disguise myself as something that could swim. But that doesn't really help us, though, does it? Um, we could ask the boat dude's wife. She could help. Oh, the silkies. Yeah. I don't know how attacky silkies are, but. So you guys want to go down and talk to Ula? Yeah. Okay. That sounds like a great idea. So um, the next day you pack up all your bags and head on down to the coast. Obviously, it's only about a half a day's trip down there. And um, is that what you're going to do? I think that would be a great idea. Okay. So um, you guys uh, head on down there and um, you end up getting down there, you know, like I said, about about mid-afternoon. And you can see the fishermen's sail way out in the bay. Um, and uh, what are you going to do? I'm going to knock on the door. Okay. And um, Ula comes to the door. And then, the, of course, the kids come jumping out and wrap themselves around you guys' legs because you guys are all their, their favorite cat people. And uh, Ula says, oh, what, what, uh, what can we do for you? Uh, what's, uh, what causes uh, uh, this surprise visit? Uh, it's, it's not time for your fish yet. We we come for a little bit more information. Oh, um, what can we help you with? Um, we have uh, 
some knowledge of a tentacled beaked creature that potentially lives off the coast and also um, of an old lighthouse. Oh, the the old island out there. Yeah. Um, Well, I can't really tell you about a beaked creature, but all the silkies know that there's a bad feeling to that island. We don't go anywhere near it. Every time you get there, you, you get that crawling feeling in the back of your neck. Like your own death is coming up behind you. Well, that's wonderful. Can you uh, point out which island that is? And she's, yeah. And she points out just directly, you know, um, out in the middle of the bay, just right off the uh, coast there. There's just a little bump that sticks up and it's kind of irregularly shaped. So it's not like it's round or anything. Like It's like there's rocks piled up on top of it. She says, yeah, that's it right there. Um, they say back back when the kingdom was stayed here that there was a whole tower there. And uh, they'd keep it alit in the night so that uh, ships wouldn't run into it. That was back in the good days. Hmm. Do you know any way we could get there? Just, oh, well, my husband could take you to you. I'm sure he'd take you. He would? Yeah, it's, it'd take a couple hours to get out there. Okay, excellent. And there's no worry about the, you know, own death walking up behind you thing? You're fine with that? Uh, well, you know, I'm sure he'll just drop you off and be back. Um, okay. He's he's quite clever with that uh, with that ship of his. Hi. Right. You guys ready to go there? Do you know when he's going to get back in? So I'll go fetch him. Oh, I forgot your seal. Yeah. And you, she comes back out and she's carrying a seal skin and she kind of runs down to the shore and, and uh, throws it on. And just before she gets to the water, she transforms into a, a seal and dives into the water. And you just see her, you know, porpoising out. And uh, you just see, uh, you know, the, the ships or the boats out there. And you just see a little pinpoint of a, her head pop up there and uh, come and you see the... Um, Fisherman obviously pulling his nets in, and uh, and you know the sa- you know sets the sail and it starts coming on into shore, and within uh, just a short amount of time he's there, and he pulls on in and and uh, and uh, he says, "Oh, it's right in the middle of my catch. This better be pretty good. What what can we do for you?" Uh, we need to get to the uh, lighthouse island. Old lighthouse island. I don't so, point that to. that thing. Okay. Um, yeah, I can get you there in a couple hours. Um, granted, it's going to be uh, pretty close to dark. I mean, but uh, that's no problem. We can find our way back here even if it's dark. Uh, do we want to wait till the morning? We can. No, it's right there. Okay. What I mean, do you guys think? I think we should just go. Yeah. I don't see any wait. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he says, Ooh, I'll grab the kids, and, and you, you kitty cats can help me out too. Um, Get, uh, I got a whole load in the nets here. And, uh, um, Ula, can you get the kids to sort the fish? And he, you help them pull the nets out. And there, you know, there's, you know, maybe a tenth of a catch in there, just a little bit. And uh, he uh, quickly loads us. Okay, come on, get on in. And uh, within a few minutes, you guys are on the way out there. And you are uh, kind of sailing out there. And uh, he looks off to the... Uh, the east and says oh for pete's sake um hopefully you brought your oil skins and you guys notice that there is a clouds line of clouds heading your direction he says i, I know how you ca- cats hate getting wet but it looks like we've got a little bit of a 
a little bit of a downpour coming. Not too unusual this time of year. And he kind of pulls this leather cloak out and wraps it around him. And uh, sure enough, within about uh, 10 minutes, you guys are about halfway out there. The The sea starts getting choppy. And We're the, halfway there in 10 minutes? Well, in about 10 more minutes, you are halfway there. Oh, okay, yeah. And, uh, and the rain starts coming down. And it actually starts coming down really hard. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is worse than I thought it was going to be. And quick, and he hands the two little tiny, well, not tiny, but small buckets. And he says, quick, start bailing the, the ship out. We'll start uh, bringing in too much water here. And sure enough, there's, there's actually probably a, an inch deep puddle in the bottom of the, of the craft. And Do you he, want to turn back? He says, oh, we'll, we'll be there in a short time. This, this should blow over soon. And uh, he, you know, kind of fighting the tiller with the sheet, but uh, you guys keep going out there. And then everybody roll for me perception. 19 13 18 19 okay so 21 you, you you three that got high numbers there um who got high numbers um jade and misty and red um in through the gloom um and you know how when it gets stormy out and it's close to, to sunset all of a sudden it just kind of goes really dark really quick because you know you don't even get those last rays of sun it's all just eaten up by the the clouds and uh the uh the three of you perceive that there's a large object in the ocean ahead and you're not even quite near to where the island should be. And it almost looks like it's a ship. It's about the same shape as this boat, except it's probably a good 60 feet long. I'm going to ask, um, point it out. What's his name? Like, yeah, is I'm there a sunken ship? I point out to it. Oh, no, this is not sunken. It seems to be riding high in the water. There's a ship. Is it coming towards us? It is. There beeth a ship. And he squints in through the dar- darkness and he says, Oh, my Agamemnon's hand. It can't be. And he says, We gotta run. And he starts turning the tiller about and um, he says, There's always been a legend. Uh, passed down from the year to year about a strange ship of lost sailors that haunts the waters in the storms and there's no ships out here so what could it be and you guys look back and actually it does look like a ghost ship you can see now it's close enough the the sails are just hung in tatters that are blowing in the wind and yet it's coursing forward as if it was a uh, clipper ship under full sail. And, you know, the, the rigging and the, the mast just stick up like spikes. And it's also very clear that it's making ground on you very fast. Oh, no. No, we're sailing, Lily. We're not and here. the, the uh, ship sails up right beside you. And you look up there. And standing at the wheel is a looks like a human but he's almost transparent in this bluish color and standing at the railings holding cutlasses and bows are a bunch of sailors except their clothes are just in tatters and you can see the leering skulls and the skeletal fingers of the skeleton crew and that's where we're gonna stop today
Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, um, first things, yeah, I know Arians don't actually explode into necromantic flames, uh, but I didn't want the players getting a hold of her plate mail or magic sword or anything like that, so I came up with a uh, little explosion there to get rid of the body and do a little extra damage on the way out, so that was kind of fun. Um, uh, once again, this was one of the episodes we did during the coronavirus epidemic, so we were all working from home, and obviously uh, you'll see that uh, there's a problem with the internet cutting out on us uh, from time to time. Um, it gets actually worse in the next couple episodes as we fight through all the various technical issues, but we're getting through them one by one and trying to produce the best quality show we can under the circumstances. So, uh, the kitty cats seem to be in a bit of a predicament. There's a ghost ship on their port bow, and it looks like a fight is ensuing. So what's going to happen next? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head.